Okay, I hope everyone's doing well. I'm ecstatic that everyone's back together and how befitting, how fitting it is that before Tisha B'Av, whole Klal Yisrael, Chutz Laaretz, Eretz Yisrael is back together reading the same Parshas. Baruch Hashem, the Parshas Dvarim, it marks the beginning of the nation's preparation to settle in the land of Eretz Yisrael. And with the people about to enter, Moshe Rabbeinu stands before them, addressing them for the last time. Through uh, sometimes remez, veiled references, Moshe gives Musr to Klal Yisrael to the nation and prepares them for the journey ahead. Now in his speech, Moshe alludes to the sin of the Maraglim, the Chita Maraglim. Within this remez, he also mentions his fate from the episode of the Memeriva, of hitting the rock instead of speaking to the rock. Now it's interesting, God penalizes Moshe for this, for hitting the rock instead of speaking to the rock, and he was prohibited, it was also for him to enter into the land of Eretz Yisrael. Now Moshe tells us, Moshe says, Gam bi hitanef Hashem beglalchem. Hashem got upset at, at me because of you. Biglalchem lemor. Gam atalotavosham. So too you shall not let, shall not enter into the land of Israel. So at first glance, it seems a little bit peculiar. When Moshe references his own punishment, his own clap, it sounds as though he's placing the blame upon the nation itself. Again saying, Hashem became angry at me because of you. Biglalchem. This appears uncalled for. Why would Moshe blame others for his own mistakes, seemingly? The Havdot even spoke about Moshe Rabbeinu that way. This kind of behavior does not seem congruous, does not seem to shim with what we know and expect of a man of Moshe's stature. Don't, big people don't blame the underlings. That's like for, you know, cheap people. That's, that's fake big people. But surely Moshe Rabbeinu did not rebuke the people this way with the intent of avoiding responsibility or out of personal anger towards them. No. If he blamed them, quote-unquote, then it must have been as it, that he was acting as a leader. And that leader had a message for them. And what is the message that he could convey by saying, Big Lalchem because of you? So let's leave that question open for a minute. Furthermore, if you take a look at other commentators, the, the Mepharshim try to struggle and they try to understand why Moshe puts the episode of the Meimeriva together with the Chetam Maraglim. It seemingly doesn't have any connection one with the other. There are two distinct unrelated episodes. There's the Meimeraglim, there's, there's, the, there's, there's Meimeriva, there's Chetam Maraglim, sorry. They're seemingly two completely separate things. Why should Moshe Rabbeinu mention them literally within the same sentence? So I think if you think about it deeply, we can learn how to big yisoyim. But let's think of it like this. The truth is that there's no two occurrences in this world that are not disconnected from each other. There's always a deep and complex interplay between everything. And to understand this, you can look at this mathematical concept called the butterfly effect. This is the idea that small causes can have far-reaching effects. Small little things can have massive impacts later on. If you push one little, one little domino, it affects many, many dominoes much later. It can affect an entire huge um, uh, effect later on. Now, the mathematician, his name was Edler, Edward Lawrence. He's the one that coined the phrase called butterfly effect. He explains that the fluttering of a butterfly's wing in Rio de Janeiro amplified by atmospheric occurrences, can actually cause a tornado in Texas two weeks later. That little flap of a butterfly, completely far away, can cause a tornado in Texas two weeks later. Nothing is disjointed, nothing is disconnected, and nothing, in, as we say in Lashon HaKodesh, is stam. But this idea goes back even farther. The German philosopher Johann Gottlieb Ficht wrote that you cannot remove a single grain of sand from its place without thereby changing something throughout all parts of the measurable whole. He mentions this in the year 1800 in, the book called, in his book called The Vocation of Man. All things are interconnected. All things affect each other. And if this is true in the physical realm, how much more so in the, in the world of Ruchni? All of our actions, every one of our maizalach, our sins and our mitzvahs, 
have an incredible impact on the world around us. And famously, Psalm Salanter was reported to have remarked that if we strengthen our observance, our Shabbos in Lithuania, it's going to prevent a Jew from being Mechal Shabbos, from breaking the Shabbat in Paris. With this in mind, we can now revisit our question. Ah, what was our question? How could Moshe Rabbeinu blame Klal Yisrael? He says, Big Lalchem is because of you. And more so, he mixes together, Memorio together with the Chet Maraglim. So perhaps Moshe, the greatest teacher, is trying to relay this very message of the spiritual connectivity of Klal Yisrael. But mentioning his infraction in the context of the episode of the spies and saying that his mistake was due to them, Moshe was in fact teaching that his actions and our actions are interlocked. That the implication of this being that if one person does an Avera, it is only possible because it stems from having the air, in a sense, ruined because other people have done Averas as well. In the sense that one leads to the other. It's important for the Jewish people to know that when they, when they make a mistake, it's not limited to just them. It's not just your personal Avera. We live in an American Western world or a Westernized world where we think, okay, what I do in my private privacy of my own home doesn't affect everybody else. It's not true. We are one nation and we really believe that. I have to that we are so interconnected that my actions do affect another person's actions. It hasn't affected an entire nation, even the greatest among us. Moshe Rabbeinu, Bedakidakis. It has an effect on the entire world. No action is in a vacuum, and when we realize how serious and important our actions are, we can take it more seriously and more and take responsibility for them as well. But instead of focusing on the negative, I mean, this drags us down a little bit. Let's focus on the positive. Let's focus on how to use this for Tisha B'Av. It should steer us away from debilitating thoughts that our actions, yeah, what are they going to do? It's going to accomplish very little. But if we're free, that's, you know, that attitude is very, very defeating. Instead, take from this lesson from the parasha the exact opposite. That our actions, no matter how big or small, have a tremendous impact. And if a, something which is Latov, it can build it to tremendous things. If each one of us takes upon ourselves to have another, to help another Jew, to love another Jew, it's going to have massive ripple effects on the entire nation. If we just do a little bit better in our, in our little daily routine, it can be a massive catalyst for overarching change in the world. A little bit goes a long way. This is what we have today. It's not so posh it. Big people, this is who they are. They do the small things. So let's work on those small things which we know ultimately have a massive impact in Shemaim. No small idea is completely disregarded. No small thing is, is not taken um, and appreciated. Hashem loves us. And think about it. There's so many people that, are, that go about their day not thinking about God in any sense of the word, in any sense of true Torah way. That if you are trying to, if you are agonizing over a Torah mitzvah, you're one of very few people in the world. Do you think God disrespects that? God looks at the world of a world that doesn't care about him, doesn't think about him, doesn't look for him. There's billions of Christians, billions of Muslims not practicing the right religion. And you, you little yiddle, you, you little Jew, that's trying to do the best that you can. You're, a, you're part of a select few that actually cares about him. Yeah, okay, we make mistakes. Yeah, we fall. And yeah, we have to fix them. But Hashem says, ah, but you're on my team. You're on my team. All the best. Have a wonderful Shabbos.